Okay, more of your test. Four lines down. Boyer Vashi. Continuing other dinim of Hilchus Tzoros. Boyer Vashi. Ye shinui litzoros l'ravia nezek or ein shinui litzoros l'ravia nezek. What if you, we talked about tzoros? Tzoros was normally a case of urchayu. It was really a case of regel, something that normally happens on a day-to-day basis. The animal's just walking through, uh, again, rishus hanizik, and it kicks a stone, and the stone flies and breaks something. So we said, you pay chetzi nezek. What if it was an oifen mishuna? What if it was a did it in a way that it kicked the stone in a normal, not a normal way they would normally do? Maybe it did it with its head, maybe some other part of its body or something. Something they would not normally do. Something that would normally, even without the din of tzuris, would qualify as mishuna and therefore be karen. And therefore, if it did it the first three times, it would be chetzinezik. So says Ravashi, according to the Rabbanon who say that Sreiris is already Chatzirezik, if you do it for Eifen Mishuna, a non-typical way, does it now become Revanezik? Do you say half of a half? Do you say, well, it's Sreiris, so it's Chatzirezik, but you did it for Eifen Mishuna, so now it's going to be a quarter Nezik, and you only have to pay 25% of the Nezik you think. Again, this is a Shailen Shittas Rabbanon. So Yeshin and Sreiris Lerviyah Nezik, or Yenshin and Sreiris Lerviyah Nezik. We can be at this because of another shadow that Rav had asked yesterday. The boy Rav, Rav had a shadow yesterday. Rav had asked a shadow. If you do Tzairus three times, does that become moved up now from Chetzi Nezik to Nezik Shalem? Or do we say that the Halach Lomesh Vesinai of Tzairus of Chetzi Nezik remains Chetzi Nezik always? Now, according to Rav, on that side, Michal says the word the Ein Shinui. It cannot be that it would be a shinui. What would be the case over there? If you did a tzreiris b'shinui, according to Ravashi, there's a tzad that you would do revanezik. You'd only pay 25%. Okay, and if you did it three times, now how much would you pay? Now you'd go from reva to shalem? That would be crazy, right? There's no such halacha that you jump from reva to shalem. So therefore, if the reva has a tzad, that if you do it three times, it goes from whatever it was, till Shalem, it must be that the first three times you did it, it was Chetzi, and then it can go from Chetzi to Shalem. You're not going to go from Reva to Shalem, and to go from Reva to Chetzi also wouldn't make any sense, because Lamaishi did it three times according to that side of Rava. So for the fact that Rava had the Shiloh altogether, it must be he's assuming that the, always it's going to be Chetzi Nezek, and therefore then the way Rashi explains it is, the Lamdus would be that Tam says that you pay Chetzi Nezek. Tam does not say you pay half of what you're supposed to pay. Tom says you pay chetzinezik. And therefore, if the Tsaris already made you chetzinezik, so a Mishunah version of that would also be chetzinezik. Not a half of a half, but a half sachakol. Says the more lavdafka, Dilma Ravim Timsulaimakama. Ravi, these two shadows are totally zebazer. Meaning, the, the first shadow was do you pay a quarter or do you pay a half? And Imtim Slammer ain't Shinui that you never pay a quarter. You owe always maximum or minimum, whatever you want to call it, is half. Then Yeshadah and on the tzad that you would always pay half. If you do it three times, does it then upgrade to Nezek Shalim? So Rav Shalim was only on the side of Ein Shinui, but it could be the first Shalim was Yeh Shinui, Ein Shinui. So neither one of these Shalim's are we patient, we leave them as questions. Hold on, the Gemara is going to sharpen this in a few minutes and how we read our Mishnah. Bari Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi has another question. Now again, we need to understand this question to be able to understand our mission in a second. We said according to the Rabbanan, the definition of Tzoros, we said, is Koyche, that you don't do it direct, it happens indirectly through the Koyach of the animal. The animal's walking, kicks a stone, the stone flies and breaks a cleat. In that case, you pay Chetzin Ezek. Sumchus argued, Sumchus said, there's no Allah HaMash, we say, says you pay Chetzin Ezek, you pay Nezek Shalem by Koyche. What if it's Koyach Koyche? What if the animal kicks the stone, stone breaks cleat number one, cleat number 
one shatters and a piece of it flies out and breaks clean number two. So clean number two is now koyach koyachay. Does sumcha say makes no difference? It's all the exact same thing and it's all nezik shalim. Or does sumchus, or we say, mi gomer halacha, does sumchus agree to the halacha mesh v'sin yafchetzi nezik, but umukila bekoyach koyachay. He says the halacha mesh v'sin is only by the secondary koyach, or maybe Sumchus doesn't agree to this halacha meshmisina at all, and he says in all these cases it would be nezek sholet. Tzimur says again in Sumchus take it. The mafarshim discuss what would the halacha be according to the rabbanon. According to the rabbanon who say by koychay is chetzi nezek, what would they say by koyach koychay? Would they say koyach koychay is the same? Or do they say Koyach is the Gamri Potter? Nobody says that Koyach would be Reva. That we don't say. But there is a Tzad in the Mepharsha that Koyach according to Rabbanan, would be totally Potter because it's, again, one step removed. Debatable. So these are two Shadas now that we've had from Ravashi. One was, is there Shinri by Tzoros Revianazik? And one Koyach according to Sumchus. How are these two Shadas connected? The more explains now. Because the next line of the Mishnah says the following. Hoysim of Aetis, if the animal was kicking, this is where we explained it when we read the Mishnah. If the animal was walking and kicked, which is a Shinoi, okay, so once it kicks and kicks, you know, kicks a clea and breaks it with a Shinoi, that would be Karen and you pay Chetzi Nezek. Offer is walking normally and it kicked the stone and it flew out So the way we read it, the Mishnah, based on the way Rashi explained the Pashup Shah in the Mishnah before, was there's two cases where we had two separate chiyuvim of chetzinezek. One is a chiyuv chetzinezek of keren, tam, when you kick uh, abnormally. And one is a chiyuv chetzinezek mitam, tzreiris. says, well, not clear, how do you read the Mishnah? Yivailu. Hey, chikamer, how do you read this Mishnah? Where do you put the kama? Do you read it as follows? Is it like I just read that the first statement is it kicked and it did damage through kicking directly, but that's shinui and therefore you pay chetzinezek. Oi, or totally separate case. So that's one way to read the Mishnah. That would be like Shittas Rabbanan. That Tzoros itself is Chatzinezek. Kicking is Chatzinezek. So it's two separate cases. Maybe you read the Mishnah as follows. If it was kicking, and it kicked and caused damage. Or if it kicked and then shot out a stone, then you pay Chatzinezek. Chatzinezek. Maybe the Mishnah is Shita Sumchus, that Tzoros by itself would be Nezek Sholem, but over here where it's Tzoros through kicking, then it's Chetzi Nezek. So it was the kicking on its own and the kicking together with Tzoros, or so it was the Tzoros a standalone case. So is Tzoros Chetzi Nezek on its own, or is Tzoros Chetzi Nezek in this case only because of the kicking? Two different ways to read the Mishnah. Because look at the end of that end of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Darsa Lakli, if you step on a Kli directly, Vishavrasi and it breaks. Vinafala Shavra Kliach and it goes to a second Kli, Vishavrois, the Mishnah said, Alarisha Misham Nezik Shalim. Well Achrain Khatzi Nezik. So on the first Kli you step on your Benezik Shalim, that's regal. And when the piece flies out and breaks a second Kli, you pay Khatzi Nezik. Visumchis Mitzi Khatzi Nezik. If the Mishnah is going to Shita Sumchis, so, because we said, there's an old of Chetzinezek. Must be the Mishnah is going in Shittas Rabbanan. If the Mishnah is going in Shittas Rabbanan, then it must be the case of Tzeris is not a case of Biuta. A case of Tzeris is a regular case of Tzeris. So, maybe not. Maybe you can read the Mishnah this way. Rishon is Rishon Latazim. When it said, it doesn't mean the first clear that he stepped on. It means the first clear that was broken by a flying piece of whatever that flew out. And la sheni is sheni la toza. And the second one that he pay chatzinezek is a piece that flew from the first one that broke or through service and hit a second one, meaning koyach 
And then, maybe this Misha is Sumchis. On the Kli you stepped on, you pay, of course, Nezik Shalim. When the first Kli, this, well, let's say in our case, the second Kli, which was broken by a shard for the first one, that is also Nezik Shalim. And the third Kli now that broke in the, in the chain reaction, that one is going to be Koyach Koychai, and that would be Chetzi Nezik according to Sumchis. Now, wait a second. We just said that was Ravashi Shaila. Is there a din of, of, of Chetzi Nezik? By Sumchus. So in the Elohad, by Ravashi, Kerechel, Sumchus, Kerechel, the Shiloh we just had, so we can see over here that he says that the third Kli has a different Alocha than the second Kli. So this would be a riot that Sumchus does agree there's Alocha of Tsaris, but not by the first Kli that breaks, only by the Kerechel Kli that breaks. So Maman of Shech, you can be patient this Shiloh of Ravashi. Some other though, because Ravashi will learn the opposite. Ravashi Ravashi will say the other way of reading the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah is Shitas Rabbanon, and Yechayev Chatzinezik Vitzrayev, even without the kicking, Uboy Lahachi. However, on that Ravashi would ask, Hachi, Haisim Avetis Vezika Babiuto, Aitzrayev Yechayev is Chatzinezik. Granted, and that's the way we read the Mishnah, like we read it before. What if it's Hamachmas Biut? What if, you, according to the Rabbanon, Yutaka kicked and caused the Tzrayev? Then Ravashi's second Shaila kicks in us, Revia Nezik Vie Shinui, Oi Dilma, Hismavetis Vizika Babuta, Oitzer Machas Beatis Chetzi Nezik Vain Shinui. So Ravashi could say, I can ask the Shaila two different ways. The one way to ask the Shaila of our Mishnah is, our Mishnah is Shita Sumchas, and then we would discuss according to Sumchas whether Kerech Kerech is Chetzi Nezik or not. Or you could say, our Mishnah is Rabbanan. And we're talking Chatzinezik directly, and then we could clear and discuss if you did Chatzinezik through a Shinui according to the Rabbanon, would that also be Chatzinezik? Or do then you drop down to Revia Nezik as Ravashi's first Shiloh? So now, I'm just, now that we're just connecting these two Shilohs, the two Shilohs we just brought before, one of is there Revia Nezik going to Rabbanon, and one is there Kayach Kayach according to Sumchus, are actually two sides of the coin and how to read our Mishnah. The Mishnah talks about a case of Tzoreus and talks about a case of kicking. Are those really one case or not? There could be one of two ways to make them one case. It could be it's Tzoreus with kicking and that's Shita Sumchas and therefore Tzoreus is only Chetzinezik if it's a kicking Tzoreus. But if it's a regular Tzoreus it would not be Chetzinezik. Or it could be, even according to Rabbanon, it's a case of kicking Tzoreus. But according to Rabbanon, kicking Tzoreus is always only going to be Chetzinezik. It's never going to drop to Revia Nezik. So there's two possible ways of reading the Mishnah. Again, in all of this we say, take it's not 100% clear how to read the Mishnah. There's going to be a lot of shadows in this whole sugya that just we just leave off and we're not clear how to pass the Allah from the Mishnah. With following this. Let's say an animal is walking in a place where it's gravel. It's a gravel road, so there's tons of little stones. So there's no question the animal is going to kick a stone. Okay, and there's a bunch of glass kalim over there. There's no question, it's just a matter of time, that the animal's going to be walking, and regular walking, a stone is going to fly out from its foot, and it's going to break a piece of glass, uh, break a glass cleat. But, ubat of zika. Then the animal gets distracted, and gets angry for some reason, and kicks. Something that the kicking itself would normally be considered a shinui, and therefore you'd only be considered karen and have to only pay chetzinezik on it. Okay. So it did it, and then it shot a stone out, vizik, a mouth. 
How do you say it over here? Since no matter what, it was going to break these glass kalim anyway. Just walking normally without any special shinui, it was going to break the kalim. In which case, you just consider it regular orchid. The fact that it kicked it makes no difference. You pay chetzinazik. So what do you say? No, the Misa, it kicked it. And if it kicked it, that's a shinoi. And on the tzad, the Rav Ashi had said before, ye shinoi, litzeris, then you'd only pay 25% instead of paying 50%. So it was definitely, it's very fascinating, shada. something that for sure was going to happen. But it happened derech shinoi. Do we look at that as, it was a regular case of orchayu? Or do we look at it as a shinoi, which could have other halachic ramifications in other places that we discuss things, take us. So this one says also, it's not 100% clear how you look at this halach. What about this case? Remember, we have said now that regel is pater b'rshasarabim. Karen is chayiv b'rshasarabim. Now, normally regel is, you walk in b'rshasarabim, and you step on something, you're pater. Suddenly, now, we have a case of tsuris. Tsuris is a situation where you're stepping on a rock, and the rock shoots out. That rock can shoot from b'rshasarabim to b'rshasayochid. What would happen in such a situation? Or in general. What about Stam? The first child is not what I said. The first child is a regular case of Tsuris Bishus Rabbim. Now, wait a second. We just said Tsuris is regular. Regular is Pata Bishus Yes, but. Maybe we should say, just like the Torah says, regular is normally Nezek Shalit. In our case, this thing, this special case of Tzoros Regal is Chatzin Ezek. Maybe part of the halacha Meshvisina is, it's not that it's just Chatzin Ezek. It's that it has a halacha like Karen. And if it has a halacha like Karen, then not only is it pay Chatzin Ezek, but it should even pay Chatzin Ezek, Because even though this is Orchayu, Lamais, the Torah treats it like Karen. Or maybe it's a told of Regal, because it's Orchayu, it's the normal way an animal walks, and it's totally Pater B'Shasarabim. Some of them Mr. told to the regular. No, no, no. This is told to the regal. It's orchayu. It's the normal way. And therefore, kicking regular in Rosh not kicking, but Tzreiris Rosh is going to be put. Okay. Now, what about the second case I discussed? What if it kicks it in Rosh but the or it shoots out from its foot in Rosh and the stone lands in Rosh So now we have a case of regal that's moving. How do you look at that? So Amalei, he borrows a term from Hilcha Shabbos. He says, Akira einkan anocha yeshkan. You know the halacha is, by Hilcha Shabbos, you have to move something from Shusayach and Shusayach with the opposite. You have to do Akira and a hanocha. If you have a case where you don't have an Akira, someone's walking and puts something down on you while you're walking. You never did the Akira, then you're not going to be chayv on the hanocha. So you're also, since you kicked it in Shusayach, the stone, and therefore in there you're going to be potter, the fact that it flew to Shusayach does not make you chayv. We look at it as a mice and patur of regular Shusayach and you're potter. Okay, so he said in both cases, you're not chayef tzeres. Eisvei says the Gemara Shaila. Wait a second, we're brisa. Hayes malachas b'shusarabim. Hayes malachas and it moved the stone for tzeres. Beim b'shusayochet, beim b'shusarabim. You're going to be chayef. The favorite in the brisa, you're chayef. So my love, v'tiza b'shusarabim, zik b'shusarabim. Smash for chayef, even if we kick it and it does the damage in b'shusarabim, then we treat it like Karen. Come on, no, what, that far we're not going to go. We'll take the smaller Kiddush out of this price, and we'll say if you kick it in Rishon Zayim and lands in Rishon Zayim, that's when you're going to be chayv. Oh, you said even in that case, you're going to be pater because it started in Rishon Zayim. 
Samalei Hadjibi. Oh, so over there he says, Erechanami Amoida, Rebzeir is Moida. In that case, I change my mind. And if the, the rock starts with Shasurabim, but lands with Shasayachid, then we are going to say that's a regular case of service and you are going to be Chayef Chatzinas. If it's all of Shasurabim, you're Potter, half and half, you're going to be Chayef. Ace, we have another Bryson. Bryson says, Darsa Alakli, if you step on a Kli, Vishavrasa and it breaks. Vinafala Shavala Kliacher, and that piece flies and breaks another Kli. Vishavra and it breaks the second Kli. Alarisha, we say Nezik Shalom, because that's Regal. Valachan, you pay. Chatzinezik, that is service. But the Bryson throws in, Vitani Allah, the Medavar, Mamurim, Rishasanizik. That's only for Rabbi Shosanizik, because the first Kli, when you step on it, which is Regal, is of course only going to be Chai Vishosanizik. If this all happened to Rishos Rabbim, Alarisha in your potter, because there's no regular Rishos Rabbim. So you see, Tzreris, Rishos Rabbim, is Chayev. Kasha on everything we just said. So my love, it is Rishos Rabbim, Zik Rishos Rabbim. That's a case where you were in Rishos Rabbim, and the broke, the clean broke in Rishos Rabbim. So you see, even that case, we treat it like Karen and your Chayev Rishos Rabbim. Some of love Dafka. It is Rishos Rabbim, Zik Rishos Rabbim. Maybe this case where your Chayev is when it starts Rishos Rabbim. But the clear that broke was actually in Rosh the smaller Kiddush. Oh, Rama Taki Rankan Anocha Yeshkan. We said even that case is Potter. I'm like, no, 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 I told you I changed my mind. And that case, I'm minded to you that if the rock started with Rosh Rabbin but ended with Rosh you talk are going to be Chayev for regular case of service. Amy, we have a cash on that too. Amar Biyachin, Rabbi Yechon said the following statement. Ain Chatzin has a Choluk. Said a, a standalone statement that whenever you pay Chatzinezek, which obviously normally is referred to the case of Karen of Tam, makes no difference whether you do Rishus Yachid or Rishus Rabbi, you always be Chayev, because Karen obviously is Chayev both Rishus Yachid and Rishus Rabbi. So now, the Chayev didn't say Karen. Yachid said Chatzinezek. Chatzinezek is not only Karen, Chatzinezek also includes Cyrus. So my love, even that case, Yachid is going to say, you're Chayev for Cyrus. It's only talking about what starts with Shasrabim, but it does end in Shasrabim, then you're also going to be Chayfet Saris. You said even that case? I already told you. How many times do I have to tell you this already? I changed my mind, and it starts with Shasrabim, but ends with Shasrabim, then of course you're going to be Chayfet. Or, when Abiyachin said Chetzinezek, he was not talking about Saris altogether. Maybe Tzairus makes a difference whether you're in Shisurach or Rishisurabim, like we said, because it's Regal. And that which Abiyachim said, Chetzinezek, he was really just referring to the case of Karen, because of course Karen makes no difference whether you're in Rishisurachim or you're in Rishisurabim. So that Shaila also we've discussed. Next Shaila. Yosef Yudin is Sia, Ravashia, Akila de Rabbi Huda. They were standing on the porch in front of Rabbi Huda's house. Nafak Milsebimenayu. So they had the following Shaila was discussed. Kishkeshav Azan Vamau. You have an animal walking, an animal has a tail. And you ever see an animal where a cow is walking as a tail? It uses its tail always to flap, to get, it flies away from it and stuff like that. Okay. And it fla- hits its tail and knocks something over. Okay. So what do you look at that? Do we look at that as normal activity? And that would be like regel? Or do we look at that as Karen? And you know, it would be Chayev Chatzinazik. The other one said to him, This is a normal activity. What do you want? The, what do you want him to do? You want him to hold the tail when you're walking the Rishus How are you ever going to take a herd of cows through Rishus Rabbin if you have to have? Oh, you have to get tape, right? Tape down all the tails. It doesn't make any sense. So he said, "What kind of shaila is that? What kind of excuse is that?" Yachi Karenami, name of So if you're walking with a bunch of animals, they all have horns, or they all might push stuff, or get angry, right? Who knows? So you're going to have to protect it. The answer is yes, you have to protect it. So maybe over here also you have to protect it, and therefore you would be. Of course, responsible like Karen Bershus Rabbin. 
So hachi ashta. No, no. Can't compare this to a case of Karen. Kevin la ruchayu. Ha ruchayu. Karen, it's not the normal way to do it, and therefore we say when you're walking, if the person, other person, the victim, is walking with Shusarabim, he doesn't have to be careful and avoid your animal gore, because he doesn't expect your animal to gore. If your animal gore is your chayef. Whereas Rega, when an animal's walking with Shusarabim, then obviously it could crush something, and everybody has to be aware to be careful to put your stuff down with Shusarabim. It might get crushed by an animal, and therefore there's no chayef over there. Ha'orche, and therefore it's normal, and therefore maybe you should be like Rega and Potter with Shusarabim. So what's the Shiloh? Kishkush Yisraeli, by the way, right? If an animal is just flapping its tail, then of course that's regular rego and that's going to be Patabishus Rabbin. But if the animal somehow seems to get angry and starts going wild with its tail, that already might be considered Karen, and that was the Shiloh. Is that already Karen? Or is that still tail wagging? And tail wagging would always be Patabishus Rabbin. So nothing more said was a Shiloh we did not answer. Next Shiloh. Similar. What if the if it was a zakhar, it was a bull, and a bull was in the time where the animal's in what we call in heat, so it's looking to mate. So when animals are looking to mate, so they just attack everything that they're looking for because they're not always able to discern what's a female and what's just a table. Okay? So if you have an animal like that, and it's kishkeshaba mau, so it does damage with its, its aver zakhar, what Look, this is similar to Karen. Why? Karen love Yitzra Katakafle. What caused it to gore? We said Kavanasadazi. It got angry. So it got emotionally angry, and that caused it to do damage. Here also, it's emotionally fired up, and that's what caused it to do damage. When it gores with its horns, it's doing it in self-defense. It's doing it to cause damage. Over here, when it's doing it with its aver, it's not doing it to cause damage. Right? It's doing it because it thinks that whatever it's looking at is something it can mate with. So what's really the shayla? The shayla here really is, what is the nekudah of karen? We talked about two ways to describe karen. We talked about kavanasa lahazik, that it's trying to cause damage. And we also talked about mishunah, that it's not something that typically normally happens. It's something that it's caused by external outside forces, anger or whatever it is. So the, really the shayla over here is, how do you define karen? If it's defined by mishunah, something external forces then Kishka Shabamasa would be Karen. If it's really defined by Kavanasi Lahazik, that it has intention to do damage, well, Kishka Shabamasa is not have Kavanasi Lahazik. So there's a fundamental question, it's a small little question in the Gemara, but it's really a fundamental question of how do we define Karen and what fits into the category of Karen. Again, here the Gemara says, take it. If it, if it wasn't going to be Karen, then it might be Regal, maybe, yeah, maybe. But then it would be Pata Sarabim, so it wouldn't help you, right? Okay. Now we move on to the next line of the Mishnah. The next line of the Mishnah said, a, a cryptic case. The last line of the Mishnah said, that if you have a chicken walking with Shusarabim, so of course, that's going to be a regular case of regal. But then it said, if it had some sort of bucket or kli attached to its foot, and it was walking, then the Mishnah said, you pay chetzi nezek. Now, we already said in the Mishnah, we're talking about a case where it threw the kli, and it broke something else, and there would be a case of tzreris, and that's why you have chetzi nezek. The Gemara over here does not understand that pshat yet, that's going to be the maskana, but the rather the Gemara has a different havamina on what's going on over here. It says the Gemara, Amr Avuna, Loishanu that which is said over here, you pay chetzi nezek, is if the, the kli was in Rosh and the chicken got stuck on the kli by itself. If a person tied the kli, then you're going to be chayev nezek shalem. What's going on? So the Gemara, what is the issue over here? So the Gemara's havmin is that the issue is not flying Caleb. The issue is bar. 
you have a chicken or an animal, it could be any animal, it doesn't really matter, walking with Shusarabim, and it has a cleat tied to its foot, and somebody could, somebody or something could trip on that, and trip over the cleat and get damaged. So the Gemara's Havamina is, we're talking about Nizke Bar. Now, that's a very strange Havamina, because nothing in our mission is talking about Bar. Our Mishnah is clearly a Shane Varegel Mishnah. So it's a little bit strange why the Gemara thinks this, but the Gemara thinks this because Afuna has this statement that seems to be mechalic between one or the other, which only makes sense, as we'll see, in the context of Bar. So the Gemara thinks we're talking about a case of Bar, the Gemara is going to reject it, hold on. <laughs> yes, that's the Gemara's question in five lines. Okay? It says the Gemara, Nikshameh love man chayef. It's not even tomorrow, it's in five lines. Gavaldi. So Nikshameh love man chayef. I don't stand. If it got, if the chicken got caught on the the the, uh, the kli by itself, so we said yechayev chetzinezek. Who's chayev chetzinezek? Ilay mabalad lil. If it's the owner of the kli, assuming that the kli, owner of the kli and the owner of the chicken are two different people. So if we're talking about the owner of the kli. Say chidami. Where did he leave his kli? Ida atzne. If he hid his kli properly, so I understand. It's not his fault. Why should he pay anything? If he left his clean with Shusarabim in a situation where, let's say, let, let, think about, let's say he had a, a net, okay, something like that. He leaves his net, his fishing net in Rosh Hashanah. Comes along a chicken, gets stuck on it, drags it to Rosh Hashanah, and everybody trips on it, okay? So if that's the case, so this guy's a Pesheya. He left a barber Shusarabim. He's going to be Chayv Nezek Shalim, not Chetzi Nezek. And our mission talked about Chetzi Nezek, so that doesn't make any sense. Maybe you want to say, okay, so it's not the guy whose net is responsible, because since Lamaisa, he left his net over there. The chicken moved it, so maybe the owner of the chicken is responsible. So, you say, he's not Chayef Nezek Sholem. Why not? There is no Din Bar when your animal creates a bar. There's only a din bar when a human being creates a bar. If your animal goes out, if you have know, a dog and digs a hole in Shusha Rabbim, you are not Chayef for that bar. That's exactly so if that's the case, you're not chayev nezek sholem when your chicken drags a, a, a rope or something in the Mavosh HaSarabim. So chatzin nezek nami ishbar v'loy shorbar. So then why chayev chatzin nezek? So this whole statement doesn't make any sense. Rav Huna said it makes a difference whether it was tied on or not tied on. Manavshach. If there's a p'tur called shorbar, so then you're not chayev for the bar. And the owner of the kli is either chayev nezek sholem or chayev nothing. What is this idea of chetzinezek? It makes no sense to talk about bar and talk about chetzinezek. Says the Gemara, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And the Mishnah, the idea, do ye? The Mishnah is not talking about a case of bar. The Mishnah is talking about where the chicken has a kli and it throws the kli and the kli breaks another kli and therefore it's a case of tsreiris and therefore that's why you have chetzinezek. Okay, nothing to do with bar. What's Rafuna talking about? Rafuna was stam talking about halacha, nothing to do with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah talks about Chetzinezek. Rafuna is not talking about Chetzinezek. He's talking about Lee Hefker, if someone has a bucket or rope or something like that. That's Hefker. And now it gets tied on to the foot of an animal, so you're going to be putter. Right? Then you're clearly going to be putter because there is no owner of the Kli. If a person. Not necessarily the owner of the clean necessarily. Stam a person sees this thing and says, Oh, that would be funny. I'm going to tie it to the foot of an animal and the animal is going to drag it through a shusarabim. So, chayev. You're going to be chayev. Who is him? Who's chayev what? Mishumai chayev. Oh, this is the case we had before on Davav. Normally, a bar does not move, but a shar does move. 
So we talked about a tzara shava. If you have a bar on his goggle, I create a bar, not a hole in the ground, but a bar that's something dangerous like a rope or something like that you could trip on, and something else drags it. Oh, so that we said a tzara shava. A bar doesn't move, but a shar does move. A shar is not hezek from the first moment, but a bar is. We said tzara shava, you're going to be chayev, and therefore we sit back on davov. A bar is galgal, a moving bar is taka going to be chayev, and therefore in this case also you're going to be chayev. Someone who has a barbershus rabbin, someone else comes. And it's Hefker. Someone else comes and ties it to an animal or a chicken in this case. The person who tied it is going to be Chayev. Rashi says by picking it up and tying it, he's kind it. Tyson says you don't have to be kind it because as long as you create a Hezik Rishos to Rabbim as a bar, even if it's Hefker, you're going to be Chayev anyways. But either way, the person who's the Kaisher, the tire, is going to be Chayev here because it is a case of bar. Meskag Rishos Rabbim. But it has nothing to do with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, of course, is a case of service. Because then use the Mishnah. Ketzad Shein. So we talked about this mission before. Ketzad Shein Muedes. Lechelas Aroyla. If it eats things which are the, that particular animal normally eats. The different animals eat different foods. Each animal according to what it's normally supposed to eat. That would be Shein. Ha Behemah Muedes. Lechel Peres Riyorka. So Behemah eats vegetables and fruits. The way I said before that Shein here is referring to Chaya. Right? Shein is referring to a wild Chaya. And Behemah is referring to a Behemah. In both those cases you're going to be Chaya for Shein. What if the animal bites or chews on, maybe even swallows, clothing or some kind of clee, which is obviously not something it normally eats? Since it's not something that these things normally eat at all, it's not something edible even, then it's not shame. Then it's just going to be carrot. Right? So Kavanasi, Lahazik, obviously, and it's Mishunah, therefore you're going to be Chayev Okay, now pay attention though. Shane again is Patibur Shasarabim. Karen is Chaiver Shasarabim. Says the Mishnah, though, a strange statement though. Now, is that Bershasarabim Potter also going on the eating Kalim where Yechayev Chatsi Nezek? Or is it only going on the eating food when we talk about Nezek Shali? Pashibshad, it's only going on the eating food. Because Shane is Patibur Shasarabim. Eating Kalim, which we said is Karen, should be Chaiver Shasarabim. All right, we'll have to wait for the Gemara to, to find out about that. Vim Nehenis. Now, you eat, an animal's walking with Shasarabim. It eats food, okay? So you just said, shame with Shasarabim is potter. You don't have to pay. But Lamaisa, my animal, the owner of the animal got Hana from the person's food, right? I was going to have to feed my animal dinner tonight. I don't have to feed it. So I'm not chayev me din hezik, but the stomach, if I get Hana from you, then I have to pay you for that. Okay, especially in this case where you lost by beginning on no. We'll talk about these cases tomorrow. You don't pay the full amount of the hezek. You pay how much I was able to skip dinner tonight for my animal. If the animal ate from the middle of the Rosh Hashanah, in which case Shane is part of Rosh Hashanah, so then your potter on the hezek, you only pay the hano that you got. And that hano is not a hezek hano. Meaning, you're not paying me metav or anything like that. It's just a regular din that I owe you money. Because I, I ate dinner with that from your stuff without asking you. Mitzidei Rechava, the Tzidei Rechasarabim has a din of Rechasayochid, Rechasanizik, then Mishalamis Mashazika. Then I pay regular din of Hezik. Mipesach Achanus, Mishalamis Mashanizik. If it was on the outside, right, in those days, like nowadays, right, the stores creep from inside the store to outside, and they have all kinds of stuff all over the, the walkway and the, the, the Rechasarabim. So if your animal eats from that part, 
So then it's for shame versus a rabbim. You put it for the hezek, you pay just for skipping dinner. But if my animal sticks his head into the store, Mishlam is Mashazika. Right? So that's another reason you see all those stores start closing it in on site, because the more they close it in, the more it becomes Rishul Sayachid, and then you be Chayef Hashem in those areas. I'm not sure what their Kavan is that way, but that's what would be the Alacha. Says the Gemara, Tanabon. Hashem where this lachas aroyla. So what's normal? Kate said, "Bemishlich is a chatzar nizik." Obviously, only chatzar nizik. Va'achla oichlin haruuyin la. Whatever it is, normal food. V'shaisad mashkin haruuyin la. Misham nizik shalat. V'chein chaya. Shenich is a chatzar nizik. V'tarfa bemavachla chaya. Talking about a wild animal that eats meat and it kills the animal. We said it makes a difference. Maybe if it kills it or if it just does it alive, doesn't matter. V'achla basar and it eats meat. Right? We're not talking about a cow. We're talking here about a you know lion. Misham nizik shalat. Now, parashachlo sa'irin, what about a, a cow that eats sa'irin? And normally a cow does not eat sa'irin. A cow eats what we call karshinin. So here it's edible, it's definitely edible, but it's not something the cow normally eats. Okay? So parashachlo sa'irin, or chamar shachlo karshinin. The chamar usually eats the sa'irin. And here they switch. They switch what they ate. Or kelev shalik, because shaman, if a dog that licks up oil, the chazir shachal katich shalbas, or if you have a pig, which obviously normally eats vegetables and rotten vegetables, and here it decides to eat a piece of meat, Mashal nezik shalim, even though this is not normal, but in the mice it's eating. Eating is normal as a rule. Therefore, you chayv anyways, mitam shame. Amar of papa, hashud amakom we did lavorche vaachlele, even though it's not normal to eat this, but it ate it. Something, if it's starving, it'll eat. Everybody will eat anything. So I shouldn't, if you have a cat, tomorrow, if you have a cat that eats dates, if you have a donkey, that ate a fish, also, all those cases are nezek shalim, it's regular shame. There was a donkey, it ate some bread, the bread was in a basket, and while it was eating the bread, it chewed up the basket. So now, eating bread is shame. What about eating a basket? So it says the Gemara, So he said, you split it up. On the bread, it's shame. Obviously, we're talking about Nezik. On the bread, it's shame. You pay Nezik Shalim. On the basket, that's Meshuddah. You pay Chetzi Nezik. Vamai says the Gemara, Since it's normal to eat the bread, then Orchanami, the Pulse Salah. Then Orchanami, part of the chewing, what it's doing, it's not differentiating, it just chews. And of course, it's going to chew the basket. And you should be Chayev Nezik Shalim, shame on the basket. Some of you are right. Depends how it did it. If while eating the bread it chewed the basket, you're going to be chayv on the basket as shalim is part of shame. But if it ate the bread, waited, then came back and ate the basket, then on the basket that would be mashuna and you'll be chayv chetzin as like carrot. In fact, the Gemara Passover, what kind of animal eats bread? Animals don't eat bread, says the Gemara of Raminu, right? Normally animals eat unprepared food, right? Animals don't eat prepared, baked, and cooked foods normally. Maybe dogs, right? But otherwise, animals don't do that. Brahminu akhla pa'as, if it eats bread, or basar v'tav shil, if you have cooked foods like that, misham chatzin ezek, because that's not normal. So you see, eating these things is not normal at all, to the point where it doesn't count at all. So my la behema, we're talking about a behema, look, chaya. Maybe a behema will eat anything. Maybe eats anything. Cooked, not cooked, it eats it. A chaya, if you ever see like a lion, a lion won't eat cooked meat. A lion only wants raw meat. Oh, so therefore, a lion won't eat bread. And therefore, you give it to a lion who eats the bread. That's not going to be so mashuna that it's chesinezer. So why did it say meat? Meat l'chayah it eats. And no, the, the matzah. We're talking about cooked meat, barbecued meat. That a chayah will not eat. Or we're talking about a chayah of batavia. We're talking about a chayah deer. Right? A deer or something like that, which is also called a chayah, does not eat meat. And it also does not eat bread. A behemoth will eat bread. 
or we cook the milk of an animal, even though we said an animal, a domestic animal, will eat bread, here we're talking about petura. Now Rashi is something funny here. Rashi says it's not a question of its eating, it's a question of where the food is located. We're talking about bread on a table. And now Tyson says that's really strange, to, not to say it somewhere else. Tyson says, what's the difference how it eats it? The question is, what it eats. But Rashi is mechadish, it makes a difference how it eats it. If the animal sits by the table with a fork and knife, that's where it can be considered mishuna, and that even though it's eating, Lamaisa is going to be chetzinezek. Says the one case on top. Uhu barcha, we had a goat. The chazal lift up, put the down. So it had a big barrel of wine. On the top of the barrel of wine was some lefes, some uh, jelly or something like that. Some hummus maybe there. Sorach, the goats can climb. So the goat climbed up, Salak Akhla lift, it climbed to the top of the barrel, it ate whatever it ate up there, but Tavar Lidana, and obviously now it's on top of the barrel, the entire barrel smashes. So on the lefes, obviously that's shame. What about the barrel? How do, what do we consider the damage that happened to the barrel? Didn't eat the barrel at all. So lift of Adon and Ezek Shalem. On both of them, Yechai and Ezek Shalem. My time, Achivin the Orchel Mecha lift, since it's normal for it to go up and eat whatever it was on top of there, Orchenam and the Sruchel Mesek. Part of that activity is climbing up, standing up there, and smashing the barrel. And there's a big Kiddush now. You're not even doing anything with its feet. Before we talked about chewing the basket. Here, you're not even chewing the barrel. You're just standing on the barrel. But since that's part of the Mice's shame, that all goes into the damage of shame, therefore you're going to be Chayv Nezik Shalim. And if it happens to Zerabim, you're going to be totally potter both on the food and on the barrel. A Chiddush of the Gemara. I've got